Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Please welcome a man who was standing in an unpleasant fart cloud about two hours ago on a tube, which was not his own. It's Richard Herring. Thank you very much. Hello. Welcome to Series 10, Episode 15 of Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. But I was down at uh, Shrek Adventure London. The other day. It's good they put Shrek in it. It's good. You should go and see it. Uh, and there was a man dressed as a Shrek there. He called it Rollerstabot. I don't know if that's going to catch on. So uh, I was on the tube on the way. This is a dif- difficult situation. I was on the tube on the way here and I was standing. It was quite a packed tube. And then somebody had done a really horrible 
really nasty fart that sort of drifted in. And it's difficult to know how to respond, isn't it? Because you don't want anyone to think it's you who's done it. But if you overreact that, it looks like you're acting like you haven't done it because you've done it. And the, and the train pulled into a station. I thought, I can't, it's horrible, but if I get off and move to another carriage, everyone will think I did it. So we all just had to... It was a, it was a Mexican standoff. That is not racist. Uh, so uh, it's, I'm not saying they fart more. But I would build a wall to stop it. That is what I'm saying. And I'd make them pay for the, the farts. In farts. Uh, so um, I, was, uh, I was in uh, London Zoo... Uh, uh, yesterday, I took my young, young family and some friends with kids. We went to London. It's very good, London Zoo. Although it's it's a sort of weird thing because it's animals encaged in cages. So you're probably aware what a zoo is. It feels it was all alright apart from the gorilla enclosure. There was a really big gorilla just sort of sitting there, so looking so sad. I, for a moment, I thought it was like a model because it was so still. And then it moved. And then I thought it's a man dressed up as a gorilla. I thought they probably wouldn't. They probably wouldn't do that. That might be a, a, a nicer way of doing the gorillas, though, wouldn't it? Just as unemployed actors pretending. And he just looked so angry. I might, I might have watched too much uh, Planet of the Apes, but I, it, did, it felt like it was... It's, the, it's just a, a little change in DNA, and he'd be walking around, wouldn't he, and, and looking at stuff. It feels wrong. It feels like a prison when it's a, a great ape, but it's good. Go, go and see it. <laughs> But when the apes do turn, take over, they'll have, they'll, the London Zoo will still be open. Obviously, all human beings will be in all the cages. But there'll be an exhibit about the awful way animals were treated, like a sort of memorial thing, won't they? And then they'll, they'll go in the restaurant and they go, this is where the human beings came and who claimed they liked animals and ate animals. It's kind of it's sort of weird that you eat a beef burger in a, in a, in a zoo. It's sort of... I did it, I don't care. So it's, uh, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, we've, got some, uh, we've got some VIPs in uh, today. We've got Victoria Letts. Where I give, give us a whoop, Victoria. There she is. Should have a special hat, but you know, she's chosen not to wear it. And Colin Anderton is in, in there. He's got his hat on. Uh, there's also a replacement a VIP from someone who was meant to be in the other week and didn't turn up who sent a, a proxy called Tom Sawyer, which doesn't seem very <laughs> likely to me. But where are you, Tom? He's there. That's him there. I don't know if that is. Maybe, maybe he didn't turn. Maybe that's the joke. He's just going to keep not turning up. <laughs> Tom Sawyer, that's, not, that's a made-up character. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we, we've got a double help in the next two... We've got a double helping of S&M for the next uh, two weeks because it's the initials of the guests. Uh, our, our guest this week uh, is probably best known for her work as a runner on the TV show Our Friends in the North. That is why we're... That's the most high-profile thing she's been involved in. Will you please welcome Sarah Milligan, ladies and gentlemen? Sarah Milligan. I just told him we had a Chinese together. Uh, yeah, that was quite a nice introduction. I was thank bracing you. myself because well, it's yeah. normally worse. Well, you know, that's quite bad. I, I didn't know that you were what a runner. Was it? Well, what were you, that's pretty, it is impressive. You were a it's runner. not impressive. It is, I'm impressed. I don't run. You met, I was a walker. You met the people from our friends in the north in real life. Yeah. You Christopher Eccleston. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Oh, yeah. Mark Strong, Gina McKee. It was pretty one. good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was quite chock full, yeah. really, of awesome people. Do they remember you from being in that when you meet them I've now? not mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember I got you a sandwich once? <laughs> no. Uh, but it was, really, it was a good thing to be on. It was really... Which of them was the biggest prick out of all the people in our friends in the they were all really nice. Really? Daniel Craig had an excellent bum in jeans. That was one of my main memories. <laughs> I used to wait for him to walk ahead so I could see his bum in jeans. Um, 
I because I wasn't really. You say runner. I yeah. think oh, that was slightly higher level than I was. Right. Because I sort of volunteered my services. That sounds terrible. I've realised. <laughs> um, I sucked them all off. No. I didn't get paid. I wasn't a paid runner because I couldn't drive. So they said they couldn't give me the job because I couldn't drive, but they could, like, I could kind of hang out and do some stuff for free. Right. And I just really wanted the expert because I wanted to be a, I wanted to work in film. I wanted to be like a film director at the time. Yeah. And I thought it would be a really good experience, and it was. Yeah. Yeah. We need we need a runner for uh, as a person if you want to hang out. Is it paid? We get. We'll give you twenty quid and a sandwich. Yeah, I'll do that. Pray on, Jake. Do I have to get my own sandwich? You'll have to go and get the sandwiches, but we'll pay. We'll pay. We'll give you the money. (laughs) (laughs) That's your job. That you're the runner. That's what. No, but so. If I'm getting all the sandwiches, somebody could get my bloody sandwich. <laughs> That's how it works. Do you want me to go out and get you a sandwich? Yes, please. Okay, I will. <laughs> um, so it's nice to have you back. It's nice to be it's, back. I think everyone yeah. agrees. We, we talked four times, including Edinburgh, and everyone says it's 4 0 to me so far. Even you don't think that. That is what everyone has agreed. So that is. So we'll see. I'm going to take it a bit easy on you this time to give you a chance. <laughs> I always win. You know I always win. <laughs> we'll see what happens this time, though, because yeah. we, we saw. Socialised beforehand. We did. You didn't embarrass me massively in my introduction. No. So I think you might be softening. I've matured. I'm Have you really? Yeah, I'm, I'm very mature now. Because you had a baby on the way last time. That's right, yes. I was worried about... Last time I was worried that I would die before my baby... I saw my baby's face. <laughs> now I've seen it enough. I'm, re- I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she is going to kill me uh, as she, well. She's going to kill you how? Well, because she's very tiring. I'm very old and she gets up early. Oh, she's going to... So in kind of a long, like a low-level way, she's going to kill you. Yeah. It's not going to be well, like knifey-knifey. If, if she does do that, that would be a nice little bit to take out of the podcast and make into some kind of gif. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to kill me. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't... I'd be able to use it. We could all use it. You wouldn't be able to use it because you'd be dead. I would be dead, unfortunately. But, uh... I oh, don't know. What are you scared nice. of now, then? Um, everything. No, everything's <laughs> terrifying. The, the world's terrifying. It is. Every and you brought a new one in, you idiot. I know. You've got a new person know, into this terrible, awful. terrible world. We've got a president who, I mean, the many, the American president of the many bad things. If he's still alive, which last time I printed, he wouldn't be by the time we're talking. So but apologies if Donald Trump is dead. <laughs> because uh, you, no, no, you weren't No, involved. I just think, I don't think, because this is going out in January or February, I don't think mm. it'll make it that long. You don't, yeah. That's quite a long way off, isn't it? It's is, it? yeah. quite a long way off. So uh, if it's Pence instead, it's kind of worse. But Donald Trump doesn't believe, uh, he thinks that... Uh, Climate change is a hoax created by the Chinese. So that's quite worrying. That's, out of all the things, that's quite a worrying thing. He's not going to do any of the Paris agreements or stuff. So my daughter will be living underwater in 50 years' time. Oh, like in a, yeah. like in a under the sea. Yeah. Like sort of... <laughs> well, it's nearly my daughter living underwater <laughs> to the slaughter. <laughs> yeah, I finally got it when you did the slaughter. Sorry. Uh, so you're worried about the, everything? Yeah, I do, but now you... I just, well, I always worried about everything anyway. So do you hark back to simpler times when you were just worried that you wouldn't see your baby's face before you died? Yeah, I sort of do. That was a nice oh, time. The good old days. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a good old day. But I've seen her face. She's got a nice face, so I'm glad I did see it. Uh, but, oh. you know, whenever you, just, you... You sound like you've just seen it the once. Whenever... <laughs> I feel like you might be a terrible father. The problem <laughs> is, like, I, either... Um, I die before her, which is, t- and I don't see how her life turns out, which is terrible. Or she dies before I do, which is even worse. And those are the only two options. So it's quite hard to yeah, enjoy life the- anymore because it's just <laughs> knowing that's how it's going to go is awful. Is this the first time you've realised? 
realise that that's, that's how life no, works? No, no but it's... It, you suddenly it realize. took you to have a baby before you realised that at some point, people die. I want to see how it turns out for her. I'm not oh, going to lie. But you know it's not a sitcom. Wait, how it turns out for her. I think she'll get quite a few series. You'll be fine. Um, so, yeah, so that's my, that's my changes. Have you got some, any more pets? Uh, since I've got a dog since the last have time. You? Yeah, I've got a dog. I've got a schnoodle. Uh, thanks. Uh, it's not a joke in itself, but thanks for laughing at the type of dog I have. Feels like that might be racist, whatever you laughed at there. <laughs> um, he's a, so it's a, sh- a schnauzer and a poodle combined. And he is very... It's a little chicky chappy. He's adorable. He's a rescue. So it means any behaviour that is sort of bad, we just blame it. Like, oh, he's a rescue. And they go, oh, that's okay, that is shit in my hand. <laughs> people excuse anything if you say rescue. Yeah. It's almost a shame you can't say it about people. He's <laughs> <laughs> a rescue. Um, yeah, so he's, uh, he's just, um, he's got a little, he's got a poorly foot at the minute because he, um, uh, he pulled it, one of his claws out in the garden. Not, like, Ooh, intentionally, yeah. he caught it on the thing. Yeah. And uh, so he's got a little boot on at the minute. And, and it's really bad that I shouldn't laugh. But it is hilarious because he's running with one sort of clumpy foot. And then most of the time he lifts it up in the air. When he sleeps, it's pointed up and it looks like he's doing a Nazi salute. <laughs> I mean, that might be his beliefs. I hope not, but it might be his beliefs. The I've not cl- questioned him on it. The dog claws grow back or if it's a bit stuck back on He pulled again? out the, like the whole nail, yeah, the nail bed. Sorry, everyone. Uh, he was, yeah, he was, and it was at midnight on a Saturday night. Right. My vet is amazing. They were like, we'll see you there in 15 minutes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, so he's all right now. He's been off yeah. his tits on uh, painkillers. It won't grow back, no. He's wow. not um, like a Terminator. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, if you pull someone's nail out, they grow back, don't they? Not if it's the nail bed as well. She did, the vet did say, is it his left foreleg? And I was just racking my brains, because we call it an arm. Because <laughs> it's, it's at the front. <laughs> Arms, legs, hands, feet, nails. Uh, so, yeah, he's, he's on the mend, but he's been off his tits on painkillers. Yeah. That's been quite entertaining. My cat died, so, you know, thanks for bringing up pets. Uh, <laughs> Did you, was your cat waiting to see your baby's face? <laughs> I think she was a bit put out that a baby arrived. And then just I don't think herself. I don't think the two things are connected, but, you know, she, she's been alive for a while, uh, my, my daughter, so... Did you, can you only look after one thing at a time? Is that <laughs> no, I've got, I've got, it's partly, I've got another cat, the other cat's doing it. Oh, OK, because okay, you had two. You You've had not two replaced cats, one no, really got, quickly. No, we've only got one. How is the other one managing? Well, he seems all right. He is very stupid. They're rescue cats also. <laughs> but they were very inbred. That was the... Uh, oh. that someone had br- tried to breed a beautiful black and a beautiful white cat, and they got a... Be- they're nice-looking cats, but one of them, the white cat is very stupid and deaf. And the black cat had a heart condition. Oh. Uh, so uh, the uh, he. So you got the stupid one left. The stupid one is left, which is you know, if I had to choose, I would have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd had to watch one of them be put down. Yeah, I, would, I was going to say. I'd have preferred to watch it's him be put down. Your choose your choice of vocabulary that you didn't say. If I chose for one of them to die, yeah. you said I would kill him. <laughs> Implying that you did kill the well, other you have, one. You sort of do kill them because you know you have no, to. No, you out, don't. Out, you do. You give the order to go. The, the mango. <laughs> they, they inject them with a. T- you, yeah, too much. putting it out of its misery. Yeah, yeah but you don't give an order <laughs> for a man or a the, woman the with a needle. Goes, Are you ready? Do the killing now. That's what I said. <laughs> kill it now. Why are you crying, Katie? It's fine. Kill it! You got another cat, haven't you? <laughs> 
So well, I'm very yeah, sad about your cat. I think that's... he's doing all right. They've got good names, your cats. What are they called? Well, Smithers is the living yeah, yeah. one, and Lion-O is the... Oh, uh, that's sad, Lion-O. Named after the, uh, after the uh, Thundercat. Well, I'm glad you said that, because I, I couldn't think of anything other than Thundercat that it might be named after. Yeah. All or of the, the other Lion-O's, you know. their floor, like the kitchen Lion-O. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did just call it Lion-O in the end. Lion-O. It just became, it became Lion-O. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 over. I'm getting on with it. Uh, but you know, let's not talk about uh, cats. Uh, but let's talk about gorillas because I was met. I met a gorilla this week, and I you fancy gorillas? I fancied I, one. I don't I, fancy all of them. Well, okay, that's much. That's much better. <laughs> it is. I'm selective. There was one very in at Bristol Zoo. Oh yeah. And it just sort of gave me the eye. Okay. And I properly fancied it, and then I thought. I bet he's good at sex. <laughs> Don't you think? And I like well, a hairy man. Yeah. I sort of ticked uh, a few boxes. Gorillas have quite small penises because uh, they're. Because. That's one of the things I learned doing Talking Cock. Uh, it's not something I've They've got small in. penises. They've got small penises comparatively, yeah. Compa- to them or to compared to you? <laughs> well, every animal compared to me. <laughs> just, the blue whale is looking at me going, I wish I had a bat. <laughs> I wish I was packing something like that. Uh, but yeah, they're they're kind of because it's something to do with fidelity and where, how faithful things are, how big their testicles are, and how big their oh really? Are, yeah. I should read and your I think book, the, shouldn't I? I, think the gorilla, I might I might be getting this wrong, but I think gorillas are quite a faithful animal. So therefore, it can have a it can have a so does that mean penis. that that you're not faithful? Yeah, that means I'm unfaithful. Yeah, good I've got know. enormous testicles. Do, do you do you think that's a, a good thing for a woman you, to hear? Do you not? It's full of. Full of potential more beautiful babies. I feel like he's offering, do you? <laughs> Actually, you might be able to help me. Yeah, I like okay. wearing. No, no, not like that. Not like that. I, I, I put my jeans on today and I'm yeah. slightly worried what this bit's for. <laughs> so they fit around the top and yeah. they fit on the legs ish, but I don't. Is this, for, is this for my massive testicles that <laughs> I should have? I don't know what the. Am I missing something? Am I supposed to have bigger labia than what I have? I mean, there are bits of me that are too big, but it would be good to know that something was too small. I just, I'm confused. I had, I remember at school being on a school bus, a trip to France, I was wearing some uh, brown sort of chino-y things. Nice. And they had that coming up yeah. like that, and I was very embarrassed because it was... Did it look like you had an erection? Well, well it, like, it looks like you're an erection, or it looks like you've got no genitals. <laughs> the, the, the space where your genitals are meant to be Sh- should be was empty, yeah. just vacated. Yeah. So was... maybe what you said before was all rubbish. Then all oh, right, say, do you want me to go down all... and prove it? Is that what you want? <laughs> I was going to say all bollocks, but that doesn't yeah. help. <laughs> that bit's bollocks down there. I'm touching them now. Oh no, I don't want to I look. Don't look. The Shield your there. eyes. And the Thank penis you. Nice is more in this area. Now then, look, I've got all that sort of there. Look, that's yeah, what's it for? Does anybody know what it's for? Does anybody in the room? <laughs> Just for the podcast listeners, uh, Richard was pretending to wank his uh, substantial, apparently, cock. Pretending? Oh, as I pretended. <laughs> The perfect crack. <laughs> it was the. Per- you, you, you seem to me like a man who couldn't stop. Stop wanking. Yeah. Yeah. Once you started. <laughs> you can't just well, have even, a little. Well, even after I've finished. A li- oh. Can't stop. <laughs> just keep going till the next one comes along. <laughs> In the old days, it was, uh, when I was a younger man, 
Now, you know, it takes a little while to get, have a get, breather. You have to take a run-up to get there. <laughs> and then once it's over, it's thanks very much. See you, to, see you in 24 hours. <laughs> see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow for more of my penis. Have you got any questions? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I thought we should talk about... Um, just getting the flirting out of this start, start with This is what he thinks is flirting. It's hilarious. Oh, is it a good job he's married that he's not? He's off the market now, so that all the women are safe. You grew up in South Shields. I did. Um, which did you know? In South Shields, William Woodhave was from South Shields, and he was the potentially the inventor of the lifeboat. Though there is some debate about whether he actually was. Is there some debate? Yeah. Someone else claims that they're the inventor of the lifeboat. Is it you? No. No. William Woodhave, that's his name, William Woodhave. Yeah, there's a boat. Is there? Yeah, and there's, there was Woodhave House was um, some kind of benefits agency building as well, I think. can't really remember. It's a long time ago. Well, he maybe he invented the lifeboat. He did you know... <laughs> Is that what it says on the plaque? <laughs> maybe he invented the lifeboat. Possibly he did. Uh, <laughs> the, do you remember the trolley bus that used to be in South Shields? No. no. 41, love. Not as old as you. It, was, it stopped in 64. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I just added 11 years did your, my life. Did your family ever ride on the trolley bus? In they, did, they don't talk about it now, no. like in, in wistful ways. No. What no. is a trolley bus? I think it's, um, it's like a bigger version of a trolley that you'd get in Asda. Okay. So it goes up and down the street, yeah. but you just everybody has to just climb up the side yeah. and then sit in like a big open space together. Yeah. There's a bit at the front as well for the babies. Okay. And then a giant man or woman pushes you along the street. I can see why that went out of fashion. Yeah, it's ridiculous, really. Good. Did you like South Shields? Is it all right? <laughs> yeah, it is nice. It's on the seafront, which is yeah. nice. I didn't know your dad was worked. He wasn't a miner, but he worked in the mines. Electrical engineer yeah. in the mines, yeah. And so you were the miners' strike hit. Yeah, your I was family. nine. Yeah, so you were in, you you were getting extra food at dinner time at school and stuff like this. Yeah, thing. we got um the there was only two girls in my year who had dads and who worked down the pit, so we always got because I was on free we owned free dinners and we got extra dinners because it was sort of unlikely that we get much when we got home because yeah. there wasn't many, you know, any money. So, uh, But we also got cuddles off dinner ladies, which, yeah, it was sort of worth the minus strike. <laughs> uh, no, it was... Um, dinner ladies have always got cracking arms, haven't they? It's off, you know, all the mashing, isn't it? <laughs> and they usually got good arms, so they must swap it over because you don't want to have one big mashing arm, do you? And then one really skinny arm. So they must be, like, ambidextrous on the mashing, I think. I've thought about this too much, I think. Um, but, yeah, I used to get uh, cuddles off the dinner ladies because they just felt sad for us. We didn't... We were having... Like, when you were a kid, yeah. it's... Like, we had some fun. It wasn't all sort of miserable. I think it just... We, I think it kind of brings the family closer together and all of those things. Um, and we did... What else did we do? We went on holiday. I went on the only holiday I'd ever had without my sister. My sister's older, so obviously she was always bloody there and but then my sister was taken away with um some of uh there was sort of there was a bit of money the sort of french miners paid for some of the french the british kids to go over and have a holiday and my sister was old enough for her name to be put in the hat and then she got to go so she went skiing and i was too young so i was only nine so i went to carlisle (laughs) camping what the fuck uh with my mum and dad and had probably one of the best holidays of my life because I, I had their sole attention which is all I really want is people's attention uh, so yeah we, there was some fun in amongst all of the kind of sad yeah 
It's all kind of been covered up. Then there was a thing in the paper today about how the all what the well, all the the conservatives aren't allowing the the papers saying what they actually were doing to you know. The, oh, right. the Times passed. It's about thirty years ago, isn't it? Yes, oh God, it's 30, 32 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So I think there, there comes a point where those papers are meant to be released, but they're not releasing them because oh, really? they'd I have to admit that. that they were all evil and doing... Mm. Well, I just, I, I kind of remember it as a nine-year-old, so I remember stuff that happened to me rather than what was actually happening to my parents. And, um, like, the, the various sort of supermarkets around decided they were going to give us some free stuff. Yeah. So the... Uh, I think it was Presto or maybe Hinton's at the time, <laughs> which then became safe for you all the way along. Uh, they gave us sort of tins and stuff uh, that were bashed and also um, bread and things at the end of day, sort of pastries and things. And, uh, and then Marks and Spencer's decided to join in and they gave us uh, 13 trays of avocados. <laughs> <laughs> and not a single miner knew what the fuck they were supposed to do with them. And, uh, and we were like, do we eat the skin? Do we peel them? What do we do? Do they go in soup? I don't. I have no idea. Uh, so that was kind of... They wanted to help, but they didn't... That's a lot of space. I think they were yeah. over-ordering on their avocados <laughs> to have 13 trees spare. Yeah. Was there a big mark of a... Even in the affluent parts of South Shields for avocados no, in... No, I think they might have even turned them down. Nobody yeah. knew what to do with them. We'd well, I remember avocados before. arriving, you know, so because I'm, I'm old enough to... I remember, remember them arriving? I remember a time before. I remember the ship coming in. <laughs> Did you wave chuck- it in? Yeah. <laughs> the avocados have arrived. I, remember- what are they? I don't know. Whenever it was, it was in about that time, avocados suddenly started appearing in shops. And, yeah. then, and that was a, a sophisticated middle-class dinner party was half an avocado with some vinaigrette in it. Really? Yeah, that was what you did with them, so I could have come and showed you what you did with them. You could have done. Yeah. You could, that would have been... How old were you in 1984? I was about uh, 17. You would have been... Yeah, you could have yeah. come and been the one that showed us how to use I, avocados. I could, I could have helped out the minor <laughs> yeah. strike. I mean, the, the I could have helped out the minor strike. I'm not sure <laughs> that would have helped that much, but we would have eaten more, which was nice. So you were on this morning, this morning? It was on this morning, Who this morning. Who is best at uh, interviewing me or Philip Schofield? Uh, an interviewing. Yeah. Well, you, I get longer on this. Yeah. I got eight minutes on this morning. Did you, what did, what did uh, Philip Schofield ask you about? Yeah, we talked about my dog, and we talked about messes I make in hotels. We talked about my DVD, which is out today. I'll tell him about messes. <laughs> get Philip Schofield on, I'll tell him about messes I've made in hotels. <laughs> I did, I told you this, I, I was once sitting up in a hotel bed in a Premier Inn, Oh, shouldn't say that, should I? Yeah, you can, yeah. And I They're not going to pay us for it, but, you know. Okay. In a relatively budget hotel, that's kind of purple. Say what you like. Lenny Henry. Uh, Premier Inn. And uh, I sat up, and as I pulled my head away from the headboard, (laughs) some of my hair stuck to the headboard. (laughs) I know. I just kept thinking it was jam. (laughs) They don't allow jam in the rooms. It wasn't jam. It was spaff, wasn't it? (laughs) But I just let it dry, brushed it out, off we go. <laughs> do you not know that's what you know? You don't know that's what you do. <laughs> okay. I mean, you sort of wonder with hotel because occasionally you see hotels that aren't clean or a bit of it isn't clean. Yeah. I discussed recently the bogey on the shower curtain of the travel lodge in oh. Cambridge. But then it makes you wonder. Well, you know, you find something under the bed sometimes, and so like if you, you have to sort of. I Forget to, it, don't you? You have yeah. to blank out what might be I on the I never take one of those sort of CSI UV lights. No. <laughs> because there's just... It's up the walls. Uh, I, I had a friend who used to put a pube on the bath when he first went into a hotel room and then go and complain and then he'd get it cheaper. 
They never did a DNA test to find out whose pubic it was. It's quite a good tip, that, isn't it? It's quite a good tip. Uh, my, I was once in a hotel with my now husband and there was old man pants under the bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And an old man in the wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, there was an old man in the pants. Where are my pants? <laughs> I can't cold. leave the room. I've got my pants. <laughs> So your second marriage is still going all right? Yeah, how's yeah, yours? Still, yeah, good. Well, I'm, I'm on my first, so, you know, it's... Uh, I've, uh, never, I've never been I divorced. I managed to find two people who wanted to marry me. <laughs> yeah, I'm ha- That's how I turn. I, I make it positive. <laughs> I won't, I won't t- gloat too much because I'm hanging on by my fingernails at the moment, but it's... Uh, <laughs> What's it, not. what's it like being married to a comedian? It must be fun. You must be laughing all the time. You're married to another comedian. It must be hilarious. Has anybody ever asked your wife that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, I, uh, yeah, we are, it's fun. we are funny. Yeah. Same as you and yours, though. You're in the same situation. No, we're not, we're not, are you not funny? She doesn't find me funny at all. Does she not? No. What does she find you? I don't know, I don't know, what, she, I don't know what she likes she in just, me at all. She should, sometimes doesn't even find you. She just leaves you. I don't, I don't know what she, she... I think she's just perverted and, and fancies me for some reason. But, nah, you know, she just... You know, it's different when you're with someone. It'll be your massive bollocks that you like. It might right? be the bollocks. How you does she know? You love a big pair of balls, don't we, girls? <laughs> Somebody clap for <laughs> Is that just the sound of bollocks clapping together? It's like mine are so big. If you were teabagging me, it's like if I was teabagging like you, <laughs> and when they go like that round your chin, they'd be, they'd be castanets banging against each other. What a lovely image. I never really liked castanets. Um, no, she, she's, yeah, I think she's fine. She's, yeah, she's, I don't know. I don't know why my wife's married to me, but. You don't need to know. No. Never ask why, Richard. I think you just stick with it, don't you, as well? I yeah. Because, I mean, you didn't the first time, but once you... Yeah, <laughs> no, no. just think... No, I did. What's I did. The, he was the one that fucked yeah, up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, you sort of think it's been more hassle than it's worth to go, wouldn't it? Well, I gave it another go. Yeah. I think this one's more worth it, Yeah. to be honest. My mum did say when I first, she first met my husband now, she said... Oh, try to hold on to this one. <laughs> and I am, I'm holding on, because he's a good one. He's a good, he is a good one. He's a really good one this time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'll, be, he'll do all right. Good, I'm glad you're still all right together. Let, let, keep, let, keep me up to date. If we, um, <laughs> if we get... Uh, just let me, if, it's going, if it's starting to go on the slide, let me know. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm happy to step in, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's nice to have if a my, backup, isn't if it? Mine's, <laughs> if mine's going downhill, you know, just like if it's speeding if downhill, I could down just it, jump across. If we're both going downhill at the same time, yeah, yeah. then we yeah. could coincide. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That'd be nice. Um, <laughs> Maybe I'll have to start learning to love castanets. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'll ask you uh, some new emergency questions. I asked oh, you some backstage. You did. My computer keeps on going off. Is that. this your new DVD? That's my new DVD. Happy oh. now, yeah. You can, Is you this, can, uh... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Mine don't go in the shops like yours do, though, so that's. Do you want me to put one in? The, I could put one in HMV. <laughs> Yeah, put in HMV because be, you can sell them for a lot in there. We can put 25 quid on HMV, can't you? Don't have 25 uh, quid. How old are you? Don't have 25 quid. I know, but that's in HMV. They mark it up, don't they? Because they can't. Yeah, but they're not, nobody you would go buy into, it for you go, 25 You go into quid. HMV to see what's there and then you buy it online, don't you? That's the, that's the basic. Yeah. That's the, it's a little window shop for the internet. See if you're going outside. Yeah. I yeah. know um, oh, you are outside. <laughs> you could look on the HMV website and then go and buy it somewhere else. That doesn't work, but that's just. If you had to live out the rest of your life being either Toby Young or Dom Jolly, <laughs> would you just kill yourself now? I've not met either of them, to be fair. Yeah. God, that's really hard. Yeah. Um, what methods do I have to kill myself? What options oh. are there? <laughs> the usual options. Just the usual options. Let's not go into those. <laughs> I don't know. No. What was that? Kill death by testicle, did somebody say? It's a tough choice. Don't maybe Dom Jolly? Yeah, he'd kill you. Does, does sex with a robot count as cheating if the robot is an exact copy of your partner in looks and personality? Well, why are you bothering then? Well, because a compliment does, to your partner. It's like does you're, your robot you're away. do different things to your partner? <laughs> no, it'll be the same. Just the same things yeah. to your partner? But your partner goes away and you go, while you're away, I'll make love to an exact copy of you. It's kind of so romantic. So your partner knows? Yeah. You tell your partner's given consent? Yeah. Then that's fine, that's yeah. not cheating. Would it be a bit of a waste of having a sex robot? Yeah. Because <laughs> it should definitely be somebody else who does dirtier things. Okay. And what if the sex. Shouldn't it? Oh, I'd like you to do less than my partner. Please, <laughs> please just cuddle me. What? I think robot cuddlers would be really rubbish because they're cold, aren't they? They'd be warm. Could you but... cover one in like fuzzy felt? If you could cover a robot in fuzzy felt, that would be worth spooning. The new, the new ones promise there's some coming out next year that costs twelve thousand pounds. I haven't researched this uh, from a company called Abyss. Uh, that, Did you just uh, get a prostitute? <laughs> well, twelve thousand pounds, and they have vibrating warm genitalia. 
warm. But the rest of them is cold. You're doing... He's doing just for the podcast <laughs> listeners. He's doing kind of a hand vagina thing. Like a sea anemone. That. So warm, vibrating genitalia. Yeah. But the rest of them is cold. And the, and the, and the robot can talk. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, mm, mm. Is, is the robot programmed to always enjoy it? <laughs> I don't know. Or can the robot sometimes go, oh, no, I've got another episode of this box set. <laughs> Fuck off. Well, for me, why... £12,000 for I, warm, vibrating yeah. genitalia. Well, I think what I enjoyed when I was single was the, was the chase. It was the seduction rather than necessarily... The, it was like, you know... That Do you want to chase a robot? I don't want It was like, I think if... If the robot's definitely going to have sex with you, I don't think that's that exciting a prospect. So I think you need a robot that you can chat up and then it might just go, no, mate, sorry. <laughs> go, I spent £12,000, should have been better chatting me up. Yeah, Not interested. I think you might just need a robot that can run. <laughs> and then you could just run after it. Yeah. That's just a, a very basic definition of the word chase. Okay. What I about the robot that looks exactly like your partner? What if it's an exact copy of them, what they looked like ten years ago when you first met them? Oh no, because then I would feel really old and fat. Because I like that we're aging and putting weight on at the same yeah. speed. Oh, so it would make you feel bad to see yeah. them being young. I'd feel like a fucking house. Yeah. If they were like young and sort of slim and Yeah. No, I don't think no. Gary was ever that slim. <laughs> I don't remember you ever being that fucking slim. <laughs> but we all had Stuart Lee to compare him to. <laughs> We don't anymore, so we don't know how fat he is. I should, I've seen him. You should get him back. Uh, it's, I'd be looking pretty good. I think... Uh, no, I think I wouldn't want somebody who was in young. Who wants to have sex with somebody? Oh, you do, don't you? Look at your face. <laughs> I like men in their... F- oh, I'm going to say I like men in their 40s. You're in your 40s. I didn't Only just. All men. Oh, that's all right then. <laughs> yeah, I don't, wouldn't want to go out with a 30-year-old. Oh, no. No. So, no, I'll just stick to the one I've got. Is that an option? Yeah, that's yeah? all right. That's Thanks. allowed. Um, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll ask you this question. This is a popular new question. If you had to do a human centipede with two other people... <laughs> you this doesn't in, happen on this morning. You, <laughs> you are in the middle of the centipede. Well, which two you've people? Get the maximum benefit. Yeah, which two people? So, who would be for you and who would be behind you? So, whose shit would I eat? Yes. That's... And who's, who would I like to eat my shit? Yeah. You've got the basic gist of the question. Well, I have... <laughs> I've not seen the film, but I've read the reviews. <laughs> I think I'd like an old school bully to eat my shit. Is that right? Yeah. And whose shit would I eat? Schofield, Philip Schofield, probably. Yeah, that'd be nice. I've loved him since I was 13. Yeah. I don't think there's anything he'd do that wouldn't make me love him. I think his poo might be quite fruity still as well. Fruity? I do think you think he's eat quite healthily? Yeah, I think he might come out quite you know, fruity. Slightly decaying fruit. Yeah. My, my school bully would have a horrible time because I've got terrible IBS. <laughs> it's a good job she'd be sewn on because she wouldn't get to it quick enough otherwise. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> have you ever encountered your school bully or have you looked her up on Facebook? Or no. No. I do talk about her in my new DVD that's out now. Oh. Uh, in a, yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, I haven't. There's no need. I didn't, I didn't like her then, so I'm not going to like her now. It's sort of weird, though, with the bully. The bully thing, I think, is because everyone was bullied and probably everyone <laughs> bullied someone without really realising. Do you think everybody was bullied? 
I think probably Is it most... just because you're taking it from your audience? <laughs> it be from my audience. <laughs> no offence. I think but in the some, same gang. In some situation in your... You know, I was watching The Secret Life of Four-Year-Olds the other day and, like, kids are just horrible to each other and then nice yeah. and then horrible to each other. So it depends how I sensitive you I are. I don't think I bullied anybody. No. Did anybody here think that they didn't bully anybody? Yes. I One person. <laughs> Thank few, you. You and I are the best people in the room, Flower. Lords, so you all bullied somebody? I think you probably did. I mean, I think most people, to some extent, and you might not necessarily... Your bully might not remember that yeah, you bullied yeah, her. Do you think, exactly. she would, do you think she'll no, remember no, no. you bullied I think, uh, I, No, I think you're absolutely right in that. I think that people will say, oh, you behaved this way, and you didn't think it was bad at the time or so bad at the time. No, I get that. Yeah. I hope I didn't bully anybody. I certainly didn't intend to. No. I mean, I do it now, just mostly you, though. It's mainly me. But it's I, you know, I think you do, because... But it's so weird as a kid, but as an adult as well, people are trying to get into cliques and they're trying to be friends... You know, you try to be friends yeah. with people, so if you see weakness... I think as kids, they see weakness, and then, you know, they'll pounce on that. So I, you know... And as a comedian, you can go two ways. You're either protecting yourself, or you can sometimes be a bit cruel to somebody else in order to yeah. distance yourself from them. It's ba- well, it's all, well, Donald Trump works on that kind of deflection... And he's a bully. He works on that deflection thing. He'll basically, whatever the other... So, like, this week in the Hamilton thing, cast thing, mm. where Pence was booed by some of the audience of Hamilton, and, and Trump has the audacity to go, this is very bad behaviour. After all this stuff's come out about him, you know, doing an impression of a disabled person... Yeah. But also he implied that it was the cast that had behaved badly, yeah, yeah. and the cast had no. been very uh, gracious, from what I read, anyway. Um, well, yeah, so but that's typical, that's typical kind of bully behaviour, yeah, yeah, is to yeah. go, this is your fault. And, and to deflect off, mm. to go, this, these other people are doing this stuff, not me. It's a, a, you know, a lot of adults use that deflection technique, mm. pointing out right. the, the things that are within them. They try to pretend other people have them rather than them. I don't think I'm as complicated as that. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you. Your new DVD, it's called Outsider. It is. And why is it called an, is it an Outsider in terms of uh, in what? Uh, well, firstly, because I'm outside more. That's right. the most basic way. Uh, it's really smart. Um, because I used to be, I never liked being out, I wasn't outdoorsy at all, I was very indoorsy, I would rather be in with a book than out sort of walking. And then when we moved to the countryside, I sort of realised why people like going outside, because it's really pretty, yeah. and also because I've got a dog and he needs emptying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, we just tried not feeding him, because we thought that would be easier. Um, but um, no, he's, so we get to go on nice walks with him, and I just realised that. So quite a lot of the sort of the first bit is about being outside and just enjoying being outside. And then there's stuff about being an outsider. And I think most comics, I think you would probably agree that we're all a bit on the periphery. Yeah. So because everybody else was going to a party and we weren't invited, and then we eventually write stand up about how we weren't invited <laughs> to the party. Uh, so I think, yeah, it's kind of both sides of what an outsider is. I've not made it sound hilarious. I've realised. <laughs> There's jokes. So it's There's mainly just like you walking around outside, picking and up it's shits. Pretty. Yeah, picking up shits outside while crying about being an outsider at school. <laughs> That's the gist. Good. Um, I will. I'm going to buy a copy of it. You don't need to. I'll just swap these if you like. Okay, I'd like cool. to see your last one because yeah. a lot of the other ones were quite sort of grumpy, <laughs> and then it's nice that this one's sort of happy. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll see, you'll see, yeah. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen this one. I didn't get to see it on tour, so, I, yeah, I'll do swapsies with you. Oh, that's nice, that's good. Um, and, uh, I'm, I, well, I'm meant to be moving to the countryside. I just found out today, I'm very angry. Yeah. I just found out today the people who were buying the house have just pulled out of us buying the house, which is very, very annoying. I'm amazed I'm holding it together. Did they so Google well. you? Uh, no, they, well, they, actually, she did when I was... When I was looking around the house, she did. She said, I think I know you from somewhere. I said, yeah, I'm a comedian. And then as I was looking around the second time, she Googled me and said, oh, have I, yeah, I've, I found you on the internet. Uh, she didn't seem you to mind. You were Stuart Lee's little friend. 
Uh, so is that not, why they've not... It's not why they've no, not I don't think it's, it well, I don't know. What, they've got a reason why, and I'm not sure. It's, but it's annoying, because we, progre- we were progressing to the point that I was cancelling things in, you know, in our house, and, uh, and it was nearly happening. And, but so also then, you and then you're ready, you've imagined yourself in that house, and then it's gone. Yeah, but then you'll get... Because that happened to me. Yeah. It's not a brilliant story, but it happened to me, and then... I had uh, so I got to the point where I'd paid for the survey and all of that sort of stuff, and then uh, they, they, I walked away because they were starting to try and milk me dry. So I walked away, and then I was gutted. But then, like a month later, I started looking again, and I found the place I've got now, which is much nicer. So you will find somewhere nicer. Well, if that's time, find somewhere that isn't as nice. Don't buy that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to buy the first house you see. <laughs> Just keep looking, and I you'll find another one that you both like. But uh, yeah, we that just, is yeah. lovely. Well, hopefully, it was sort of interesting because we're going to be like in a little country, in a little village, and you don't know whether you know. We don't know whether I was. Kind of, I'd kind of got my head around doing that, and I was quite looking forward to having a garden. You can do that again. You can I'm, I'm sure we will, not, yeah. That's not the only house that's got a garden. Yeah, my wife's very picky though. She's a very choosy. She's woman. not. That's I why. Mean, she's not that choosy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she is on houses because she's not elsewhere. <laughs> That's mean. She's lovely. She's got good taste in most things. Uh, <laughs> you'll find some, no, you will, and you'll, it'll be better. And no, you'll no be, I'm never going. We've been doing it back to you. I'm so in, I'm fed up with Shepherd's Yeah. Bush. Well, where you are now is not a nice place, but you will. <laughs> no, I don't mean geographically. I mean, it's yeah. You'll find somewhere better. Yeah. Won't you find somewhere better? Yeah. 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 Is this yeah, happened to anybody else? No. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> if I, yes, you know, but it's going on so long, I might not. You know, I'll be too old to enjoy it. The other day, interesting. Oh my interesting, god, you're so you know, fucking dramatic! In, uh, this is an interesting. How old are you? This is an interesting. You're 49. 49 years. Oh, that's very old. You've here's got a good two or three years left in you. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You're uh, massive bollocks. Here's an interesting. Uh, like I've had all sorts of things happen in my house which, you know, won't help me sell it. Like someone did a shit in the front, uh, the, by the gate. I had to, and I had it's to, still there? No, I had to clear, I had to clear up the uh, human shit. Well, you, how do you know it was human? You could tell. Oh, did you, you can tell, my friend. Did you watch them do it? Um, was it, it was not definitely just a massive a dog? It was, no, it was definitely... It was the way it, the way it fell on the wall was, uh, was enough. <laughs> on the wall? Yeah, they, 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 they pooed, like, on the wall. In, uh, my, and but then the other thing, it against the... Did it they just left it there, the just... We don't need to know about the, the massive poop. This is another moral dilemma from Shepherd's Bush. Our, our house goes, there's a basement. So, and outside the basement, there's like a little sort of shed thing. Like, so you go, you go down, if you're on the outside, you go down, and there's a little thing where there's the drains are, basically, right? Okay. So there's a little door, you open up the mm-hmm. drains. And there's a tiny little room. And uh, a homeless person slept in there the other day. My, wi- my wife came down early in the morning, and then they saw this woman looking in the window, and then this woman ran away. God, that's weird, isn't it? And, but then, do I lock that door and not let the homeless woman sleep in my house, or do I, How? or do I uh, allow her to sleep in a terror in a fucking drain, <laughs> or do I say, so do I say, sad. come and live in my house because when this you, is awful? When you buy your new house, yeah. could you leave her? Your could, old house. Yeah, I could give it the and whole house. And then she could have the rest of the house. I could do up the. the I, could, I could do up the drain. Do up. <laughs> Was it her that did the shit? Yeah, no, well, I don't think it was. It was because that was a while ago. But then that's the other thing, isn't it? What's she doing? It's fine. And then just think, well, then where she's going to... I mean, she's putting in the drain, probably. As long as she lifts, the, co- if she lifts the cover up. And, but then once she falls well, down the drain, once she's doing the poo... How big is the drain that well, she could fall down drain. She could fall Oh, it's into. not just like a drain No, like it's like this. the manhole cover there. So oh. you can lift up the manhole cover 
Poo Squat in over the edge. Then she falls in. I don't go down there ever. I come down trying to sell the house. Someone's looking around. There's a skeleton of a homeless person. A pooing skeleton. How, how many years is it going to be before you move? <laughs> and she's turned time. into a skeleton. It could be a long time. But also, if she's squatted on the edge of the man, like with lifted the man, that's the best position you're supposed to be in to do a poo, isn't is it? it? Yeah. Like in a sort of squatting position. Yeah. So she'll have cracking bowels. Okay. <laughs> and that's a nice thing. You what can would give you someone... do? Would you let the homeless person carry on living in that room? Would you lock it so they couldn't get in again? Or would you let them live in your house with you and your wife and your child? I wouldn't do the last one. Because <laughs> they're a stranger. That's not because they're homeless, because they're a stranger. Yeah. I would probably leave it unlocked. Would you? Yeah. Because what harm is she doing? She might go, you know, might go feral, start attacking. Like me. She might be like a truck. It's like I have to walk I'm over. Not sure, a, what you've lived about homeless walk... people, but they're not <laughs> wild. I'd have to walk along the path every day. She'd be on there, going, Maybe be like so. a troll. Answer me this question, or you can't come in. But these, this is the kind of questions you ask me. <laughs> Could you? She hasn't come back again, so it's, 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 it's all right. She's got my maybe wife she, scared her away. Maybe she Googled you. <laughs> <laughs> she might be giving me a review on some B and Airbnb or something. <laughs> Very poor drain. I mean, that's awful. That, but that's so awful that someone. But my bowels are great. <laughs> it's so awful to think about something. So sad. She pulled in some like leaves and some like branches and you stuff. Just put tonight. a blanket in there. Well, I don't really. But I don't really want her to sleep in there either. I don't know what the answer is. No, it's weird, weird wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Sorry I didn't make homeless people funny for you. No, I didn't. It's, it was, wasn't meant to be funny. It was meant to be, okay. uh, it was meant to be very much a, like a, a moral, moral dilemma. dilemma. Yeah. So I've looked you up on YouGov. There's a YouGov. Uh, oh. I before I looked you up on Dirty Britcom Confessions, but nothing has changed there. Oh, uh, I've not got any new ones. I don't think so, no. Oh, I feel sad. Uh, but, but I don't think they're taking new, uh, new. Not that I've put loads in and they've been rejected. But I don't, I don't think they're all about you. Um, there's a YouGov thing which gives you your typical fan of. of you can put in your, you put in your name, and then it all. It's done a survey of your fans, and actually, what it is is it'll tell you the thing that makes them different than everyone else. Uh, but your this is nice. My fans watch uh, less than one hour of television a week. Really? Yeah. Your fans watch 31 to 35 hours of television. <laughs> my fans are the same as me. Your, uh, their favourite food, my, usually this is something quite weird, their favourite food is chocolate cake. <laughs> I could tell you all of this. <laughs> you don't need to look this up. And their job, they all work in translation and interpreting. Did you know that? All of them? Yeah. It feels like that's quite niche. Yeah. Why do yours only watch less than one hour? I can't believe that's true. But is it quite because they're consuming all of the other things that you've made for them, all of the <laughs> podcasts and DVDs? There's no. You weirdly, your fans are the only ones that I've seen in which you were their favourite personality. That's, that's kind of quite odd. Oh. Usually, the favourite person I like is the favourite TV show is your TV show, and the favourite the favourite Twitter feed is your Twitter feed. Usually, oh. usually it's not the person. That so they normally about. have like a like another person that they love, but then you're their favourite comic. Or I don't know what you mean. Well, it just it. Cho- so what were yours? What the, were their favourite? I can probably find out quickly. Hold on, Richard Herring. Okay, here's me. Here's this is you. what it's like. Mm-hmm. So fans no, of no Richard Herring. Yeah. Oh, it's not okay. there. It is that's my that's my oh. fan. They live in London. They're very left wing. They work in construction. <laughs> Do you? 
They've got a thousand pounds or more to spend, haven't you, every week? You lot, well done. Good work. Buy my fucking DVD. They're 40 to 54. Yeah, so then, like, so on, and online, they would, they, you know, they would go to... Oh, let's take this time, isn't it? There you go. Peep Show, Radiohead, and Jim will paint it. Still better than Jim will fix it, though. <laughs> I think it might be worse. I think that might no. be a Jimmy Savile... Do you not know what Jim, Jim will paint it is? Is it Jimmy Savile injecting paint no. into his testicles and then masturbating <laughs> over dead bodies? Jim that's what I'm imagining it is. Do you know, do you know, I don't know what it is. Jim O'Painted is this. Is do you know Jim O'Painted? Yeah. yeah, it's really good, isn't it? It's really good. Um, it's, uh, I don't know much about the person that does it, but um, I imagine he's called Jim. Yeah. Uh, but you can send in any, anything that you want. You can see you want to see you with your massive bollocks yeah. sort of shitting up a wall, yeah. and he'll do an illustration of that. Okay. And then, I mean, I wouldn't ask for that. That's your fan. Look at, the, look at your fan. How cool is she? That head, is not my Headphones, fan. one of those 18 tall hats. to 24? Just very slightly to the left of centre. Work in translation. They've got less than £125 a week. Spend it all on those fucking headphones, <laughs> that's why. And so then you go to entertainment and, and an entertainment Sarah Millican television programme. I think that might mean that people who like you are the only people who like you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't work out if that's an insult or a compliment. <laughs> It's a bit of both. It means that they're loyal. Look, Sarah Millican, top top page, Sarah Millican. Sarah Millican, Sarah Millican 75, Eurovision TV. What? BuzzFeed. This is great. Yeah. (laughs) This is their personality. Let's see what they say, your fans. I wish the internet was... Anyway, that's their hat. I'm happy to spend money to support my favourite music artists, but not comedians. I find find toilet humour quite funny. Quite (laughs) funny. I wouldn't mind having a wind turbine in my area. <laughs> That's what I think. Ap- apropos of nothing. That loads. They haven't even been asked about wind turbines. Just bring mind. it up. I wouldn't mind it. Wouldn't mind it. Just letting you know. <laughs> I like to spend my free time relaxing. Wow, you fucking maverick. As opposed to what? Doing extra work. I like to spend my free time going back to work, translating some other stuff. Your fans like chocolate cake, garlic bread, tomato soup, cheese on toast, mashed this is potatoes. This is my Ma- full diet. Is, that is the most. Look, I'll show you what my Are fans they, are. Or does it say what the average weight is? Are <laughs> <laughs> they all about my weight? <laughs> this is Richard Herring fans. This is what they like. Hold on. Oh, how many letters have your name you have to put in before? A lot. You have to put, have to put Richard H E R R before it brings you. You come up. You come up after Sarah. I'm very annoyed about it. So where's the <laughs> lifestyle? My fans eat. Look at that. Look how fancy you can see from the picture. Three bean chili is their favourite food. <laughs> Salt and pepper chicken. Chorizo sausage. Oh, yours is proper middle class. Look at this. Malay anchovy and peen ut sambal. <laughs> The fucking fourth, mushroom fourth, soup. Fourth favourite food. It's something I've not even fucking heard I of. I tell you what it is. You know what it is? That's peanut. <laughs> it looks because it it's on two lines. It looks like it's. I said pian. Oh. Pian would sample. <laughs> it's the way they spaced it out, to be fair. I've, I've read what they put. Pian. Chicken donut. Let's see where. Kimchi. I mean, there's fucking made up food oh. down here. My, my fans are eating gyros or gyros. Who's who's their favourite 
personality, but it's not you. It's definitely not me. I think you'll find. I think you could probably have a little guess who it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's their that's, that's their personality. Right. Their enter their favourite TV show is Stuart Lee's comedy. <laughs> their favourite celebrity, Stuart Lee. They just imagine, they imagine me being in there. Yeah, sort of standing side by side with his smart arts. <laughs> exactly. What are you doing, Stu? Where's the funny one, Stu? You worked as a civil servant. I did. I'm interested in your life before comedy. What did you have to do when you were a civil servant? Oh, various things. I worked in a job centre for a yeah. while on the front line, uh, signing people on and stuff. Um, I what else did I do? I worked. Oh, I made like did job searches for people in a call center environment, but still a job center. Mm-hmm. And uh, people. Oh, I did another thing where people made a claim to benefit over the phone, like they and they, that was one of my favorite ones because people didn't always know which benefit they were entitled to, so they would sometimes make up words. So the <laughs> options, the options were basically like job seekers allowance or income support, incapacity benefit, that sort of thing. And somebody once asked for in captivity benefit, <laughs> which is obviously only for pandas, and also income spastity benefit. <laughs> there was a lady once who um, who rang up to um, to claim she wanted to see if she was entitled to bereavement benefit. So I was. <laughs> yes, that's right. Her husband had died, Lady Laughlin. And so she rang up, and I sort of thought, well, she's, pro- she's possibly entitled. So we started to look at the form and things. And, and obviously, you have to be very careful because this is a lady who's recently briefed. So I was shredding very carefully. And turned out what had happened was her, she'd split up with her husband 10 years ago, but they'd never officially divorced. <laughs> and she read in the newspaper that he died. <laughs> and she, I don't know, because we didn't see the outcome, we were just at the beginning, but if he paid enough stamp, she would have been entitled to that, because it's legal still. Right. And I thought, well done you on the fucking chutzpah of doing that. <laughs> he was quite proud of her, weirdly. But yeah, so that, and, then, and then I did a job that I never really learnt. Um... It was something to do with insurance. We were the only department that actually made money for the government. Right. Um, and it was basically, you know, if it's really boring, sorry, everybody, this is why I don't do this anymore. Um, you know when somebody has an accident and then they claim that back on their insurance? Yeah. Uh, they, cl- they make a claim on their insurance, sorry. If they received benefits during that time and that insurance company pays out, then we get those benefits okay, back. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. So you're basically having conversations with lawyers a lot. But I never really learned it. I did it for six months, and I never really learned because I was doing stand-up at the time. Right. So I'd constantly be on flexi time, and I'd be leaving and getting a train to Lincoln and talking about cocks on stage, <laughs> and then going back in, and then doing it. And I never really learned it. But they just they kept me around. They said I was a breath of fresh air. That's what they put in my leaving <laughs> card, which was nice, because I didn't learn it, and everyone else was really good, hard-working member of staff. I was a breath of fresh air because I was, I was just doing stand-up and loving yeah. stand-up. So that was the last thing that I did. Uh, but yeah, various different sort of office jobs. Where might my best friend? That's nice. Met my best friend in the civil service. So yeah, it's okay. You know, they weren't they were good jobs. I liked them, but I didn't. I felt sort of untapped. Right. Because I'd wanted to write. Yeah. That was the main thing I wanted. Well, you're writing plays and. and yeah, I was writing plays and I had a column in the free paper and stuff like that. Yeah. So I knew I wanted to write, but I didn't really know where it was going to end up. 
And you did a you ran a comedy course in Spain. Yeah, I did a few of those. <laughs> so you know, you can people can go on these holidays where they learn how to like they all sing or they all yeah. paint or. And it was a, it was a few of those. I did three of those. Uh, where the first one had uh, Stephanie Merritt. Yeah, that's why. It? That's why I, I yeah, read yeah. an article she wrote. For me. Yeah, yeah. And I was terrified because it was the first time I was doing it. I was <laughs> teaching comedy and I'd only really learned how to do it. Like I was still. I mean, I'm still learning now, but I was very new when I was doing these courses. And then you've got the observer <laughs> critic who came on the course. And I just, luckily, she was really nice. And she had a nice time when we got on well. Because I just basically thought, I'm going to get a terrible review before <laughs> I've even done a fucking show. Uh, but she was really nice. So, yeah, it was, it was, it's kind of like a little holiday. And yeah. the people that were running the course were adorable, really nice. So, it was, yeah, it's just a daft yeah. thing I did. It was fun. Yeah. And you were doing, you were obviously doing stand-up at the same time. But this yeah, was yeah. before you'd broken... Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Before yeah, I did yeah. Edinburgh or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Thanks. Very interesting. And at the moment, you are uh, working on Standard Issue, which is an internet yes. magazine. It's, yeah, it's a no-bullshit women's magazine <laughs> on the internet. Yes. Uh, yeah, because I just kind of got a bit bored of the women's magazines that were out so there. So it was a no-bullshit or a no-bullshit? <laughs> oh, a no-bullshit. No a uh, no-bullshit, okay, yeah. No it's bullshit. a noble shit magazine. Imagine one upper wall, if you will. Um, a noble shit magazine. No bullshit. Uh, no. Uh, I just kind of got bored of the women's magazines, and yep. I just I'm not really interested in in which lipstick I should wear and how, whether I, I should wear whether I'm an apple shape or I don't give a shit at all about those things. And it just felt like they were often quite, you know, they just assumed that women aren't really interested in really basic, simple things. And I thought that just that feels like cack to me. So I set up an online women's magazine. It's been going three years, and uh, and I'm very proud of it. It's, I think it's excellent. We've got yeah. a really good team and really good writers, and it's just nice to... It's what I read. It's, I kind of selfishly set up a thing so <laughs> I, when I'm on a train, I don't have to read rubbish. I yeah. can read my own website, yeah. which is a bit much. <laughs> it's a big thing to do just because you're a bit bored on the train. <laughs> It's good, and you're branching out into podcasts with it. You did a yeah, podcast there last do, night. Yeah, we do um, uh, shows. We've started. We did our first one here last night with me and Kathy Burke and Joe Brandall on the stage at the same time, and just kind of having a chat and having a, a good laugh. And then we've got them in January, February, uh, March, and May. Right. Yeah, with just different. And just different that goes out on the website and the standard issue yeah, website yeah. for free. Yeah. Terrific. I've tried to get both Kathy Burke and Joe Brand on this, and they've always said they're too busy. So. I just asked them and they said pick a date any date my diary <laughs> my diary is wide open did you uh, spend any time with the Yemeni population in South, South Shields it's got a famous Yemeni no I didn't no okay sorry, uh, sorry was that, that going to be a big chunk of the show I was hoping that you'd have some stories about the Yemeni population of South Shields did you ever see a Yemeni person in South Shields I think, was this before it might be as well. I just got it off to a recent than, than I, I when I was there. Some of them must still be. Uh... No, it's, it's to do with the shipbuilding that used to go on there, but that oh, doesn't yeah, really they happen. Don't, no, they haven't done no. that in a long time. No. I mean, they did a lifeboat once, but we don't even know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you do crafts. You make. You made a get well card. Oh, I, yeah, I sometimes get together. I like having a hobby that I don't have to be good at, you know, yeah. like, because when you're at work, everything has to be as good as it can possibly be, so then it's nice in your downtime to be able to go, I'm going to make an, an all right cake. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to try and grow some, something from seed, but I like being able to be rubbish at something. My rule with cooking, I'm very good at cooking, I'm all right, but my rule is that if nobody gets the shits, 
that was a success. <laughs> doesn't have to look like it is in the book. Uh, so with craft, a few of us get together, not very often, uh, sadly, but every now and again, and just kind of, I've got a big tub of sort of, you know, kind of buttons and glue and glitter and shit. <laughs> and we get together, but none of us are any good. Well, actually, one girl is pretty good, and we don't really like her. <laughs> <laughs> don't like it when she joins she's brilliant but we don't like it when she joins it you know when you go to karaoke and somebody can actually sing and it's really annoying <laughs> it's like that but with painting she's really good um, but the rest of us are kind of shit and I did make a get well soon card for my best friend once and she it was so terrible that she pretended it was off her knees <laughs> <laughs> it was really terrible but I was so proud of it you just have to put love Sarah age five on the back and then you can get away with anything but I, like, I make t-shirts for prizes and to oh, do you? kickstart and stuff yeah I'm really bad I'm re- but I enjoy it so much exactly isn't it nice having a hobby that yeah. it doesn't have to be exceptional it can just be well, I'm terrible yeah I mean they're literally it's quite liberating worst. though yeah it's really good fun yeah, I like. But it's like I just I use fabric paints like oh. like a monkey would, <laughs> <laughs> like a sexy monkey. I yeah, very sexy, monkey. sexy monkey with a tiny penis. That is. Uh, I'll ask you an emergency question to get out of that one. Uh, what would if you could jump into anything? What would you jump into a pool of anything if it was if there was anything in the pool? Uh, custard. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cold. Cold custard. Yeah, I don't like warm custard. Okay. I had old custard the other day. How you know if you have a tin of custard, how long past the best before date can you eat it? Do you think? What it's like? How long? Five years. Five years. What dried the dry the dry? No, no, a tin of like ambrosia, yeah, like the five oh. years. Oh, I'll be all right then, won't I? It was only three months out of date. Yeah. Oh, some people are appalled at me. My wife's what, a stickler. What, am I stickler. supposed to eat a banana on its fucking own? Am I? <laughs> My... Who does that? <laughs> My wife is very is a stickler for sell by dates. I, I am normally. I'm, I'm very blasé. My husband's blasé. Yeah. Maybe it's a man thing. I always say, just, you know, bin it if it's out of date. And he... But the custard thing, it was two in the morning and we really wanted bananas and custard. And he was like, he told me a story about some tin that was found that dated back to the Second World War. And, and he said, and they ate that. And I went, is that the end of the story? Like, you don't know if they died. <laughs> and he didn't know, but we ate it. And I talked myself into a bad stomach. You know, and you just think, it's gonna, I'm going to have a bad stomach. Yeah. And then I had a bad stomach, mostly psychosomatic. But five years is good to know, Flower, thank you. <laughs> are you any, are you, are you, is that your field? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he works in nuclear physics. It's good enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he generally does. I know the professions of everyone in the front two rows. <laughs> uh, so nice. <laughs> where? What is? Uh, oh no! Did any future celebrities other than you go to your school, or who was the most famous person who went? to My school? school? No, I don't no. think so. Did no one who went on to be like? Doesn't even. Have no, to there's people from South Shields, but yeah. I don't think my school. Who was the most famous person who visited your school when you were at school? Uh, Kevin Smith's dad, who was a diver. <laughs> Genuinely. He was, we were fascinated by his job. Yeah. Uh, no, no famous people came to the school, I don't think. People, famous people from South... So South Tyneside was known for, like, Catherine Cookson was from South Tyneside. Oh, okay. Chris Ramsey's from South Shields. Yeah. I think some of Little Mix, but I haven't paid that much attention, if I'm honest. But, yeah, I don't think anybody else from my school... Oh, am I the famous person in my school? You might be. Oh, God. Have you been invited back to do talks at school? 
No, I did a, a talk at a different school in the same town because my friend was a teacher there. Okay. And I talked before I'd been on the telly. She just wanted, she had like fun jobs. So, she, so I went in with a fun job. Yeah. And I told them all they didn't really have to go to university. <laughs> and the teachers all were like, what the fuck is she saying? <laughs> and it's true, they didn't because I didn't. And I'm doing all right. Good. I mean, I don't want them all to be comics because that's too much competition. <laughs> there's a lot. Of, oh, no, there's too much competition. I wouldn't like to start now. You no, started, no, no. What year did you start in? 2004. Uh, 2004 yeah. So maybe? it was just a, back, that was when I was about when I was sort of coming back to it, and it was sort yeah. of manageable. I think then for new people to come into it, but now so many new people are doing it. I don't understand how they even get no, beyond. No, I, I went from like the first open spot to I think it was about a year. Right. That I, and that's that was quite rare then yeah. to be in full time uh, and. Right. I had an agent and went full time about a year, about a year, maybe a year and a half, not long. But I don't. I think some people who are really good just can't make that jump now because there's, there's more comics than there are gigs, unfortunately. Yeah. So do not become a comedian if you no. are listening to this and like this is, comedy. Yeah, this is what we're trying to <laughs> pass off so that <laughs> nobody else does it. How do you sleep at night? Uh, on my, I'm taking you literally. Yeah, good, you should do. On my I, chest. Do you? Yeah. Is that quite comfy? I have to have a cushion under my feet just to balance me (laughs) off. Uh, No, I sleep, yeah, quite comfy. I generally sleep very still. I wake up in the same position I fell asleep in. But my husband is a regular. Is he, yeah. Are you a regular? I think I am a bit. My wife gets very annoyed. I Mm. snore really badly. Oh, do you? Yeah. What does she do about that? Does she uh, she elbow you or does she tell you to wake up? She's very passive-aggressive, so she'll not do much and then she'll basically just... Ruin your life the next yes, day. Yeah, well, I just hit me, or like she went, she went ah the other day like that, and hit you. No, just hit the hit bed. Hit the bed. Yeah. I used to. My my husband. I don't go, well, oh, what? But I snore so badly, I wake myself up snoring, and like I. But also, I, I'm snoring. I can. Well, sometimes I'm snoring and I'm still awake and I can't hear it. Right. So then she goes, "You're snoring." And I go, "I'm not. I'm still awake." And she goes, "You're snoring." So I'm. I'm I think I'm awake, but I'm asleep. Or, you're dreaming or that she's you're dreaming. She might be dreaming that I'm snoring. You've lost me, I think. Well, I'm I... lying there. I think, oh, I wish I could get to sleep. Stop snoring. I'm awake. And I'm so not you're, snoring. You're, come on, that's so awful that your dream is not being able to get to sleep. <laughs> I once woke myself up snoring and yeah. made my ex-husband, as is now, go downstairs with a bat because I was sure there was somebody in the house because I heard a noise. But it was, it was the old lady in the, the drains. <laughs> My, when my, my husband doesn't snore, either he doesn't snore or I have become a heavier sleeper and I don't notice, right. which is quite possible. But I used to move around on the bed and that woke him up to a lighter level of sleep. And then I'd try and desperately get to back to sleep before he went back down into the snorey sleep. Yeah, right. So she could try that. Yeah. But I think what she's doing sounds great. Yeah. I like what she's doing. I think she could hit you as well. I think I just will wake up and be dead one day. I'll be stabbed. Oh no. Just get some Wait. of those things that open your nostrils up. Yeah. Those little tabs. I've just got to lose some weight. So when, I'm, when, I've not, yeah. when I've lost some weight. I'm I don't sorry. mean, yeah, I mean, generally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all need to do that, though. When's that going to happen? It's I said it, maybe we could do it after Edinburgh, and then we decided, no, we might as well wait till we get Christmas out of the way. Yeah. It was just like five <laughs> months after Edinburgh. <laughs> Four months. And now we might as well wait till January, eh? Might as well, because you've got to eat all the matchmakers and the stuff over Christmas. So January, I'll probably start trying to lose a bit of weight. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Me too. I don't care enough. That's the problem. Yeah. Sometimes I do, but just at the moment, I don't. Well, I think I'd like to fill this part of my jeans. <laughs> <skills. laughs> They're still, like, when I get on a plane, 
and there's, there's six inches of the of the seatbelt left before I then have to get an extender. Yeah. Rather than thinking we oh, should lose a bit of weight, I just think six more inches. <laughs> so I'll do that. Have you ever flown a kite? No. Uh-huh. I haven't ever. It's never. Co- I wasn't outdoorsy. You see, I've, no. I've I had an imaginary library, but I've never flown a yeah, kite. An imaginary <laughs> library. Library. Uh, all an my imaginary books. library. Yeah. So the books were real. So yeah. and I ticketed them all. That's I took not them. an imaginary library. That's a <laughs> library. No, it is. Cause <laughs> you imagine they were on some shelves. <laughs> it was. You imagine they were catalogues it wasn't, and there was a Dewey Decimal System. It was. It wasn't an open to the public library oh, okay. because it was my bedroom. Okay. And the only customers that came in were teddy bears. Okay. So it was technically an imaginary okay, library, but they were all alphabetized. Yeah. The first one was Janet and Alan Alberg's The Ha Ha Bonk Book, which was a joke book. Okay. And it was excellent. Yes. So Do you use any of the material from that in your act? No. <laughs> I think I might start, though. <laughs> Good. That's not the answer to Do You Ever Flown a Kite? I had an imaginary library. How did that happen? <laughs> flown a kite? Uh, yeah. Why? Because um, it seemed like... It's a good I, question, I, isn't it? It's a I good fucking question. I remember being very excited about having a kite. My, I remember we got a kite with green shield stamps, and I was very excited about it, and I thought it was the most exciting. It's very... It's boring once you try. What What colour was it? With orange. Oh, I like orange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was free. What a green shield stamps. It's a free kite. Yeah. How many times did you take it out? Um, I'm not sure... Probably not very many. Yeah. So One. was that really worth it, all that hassle? <laughs> it was because it was fun. Do you, do you remember Green Shield Stamps? Yeah, vaguely. Sorry. Do, who remembers Green Shield? Do you remember Green Shield Stamps? Yes. This isn't it. Who remembers Green Shield Stamps? Yeah. Yeah. Not good enough. Most people. Oh, well, I'm looking for something that only one person remembers. <laughs> Peter Kay could do that as material. <laughs> and people would go... His audience would go, Yeah! You're just a... Yeah. <laughs> I remember stuff, Rich. You have to do better than that for us. We're not just going to be told, how do you remember things? It was exciting. I can remember the smell. Of the, I can remember the perforations of green chill stamps, sticking them in. Do you remember Typhoon? Do you remember PG Tips cards? No. PG Tips. Who remembers those? Yeah. Too many people. <laughs> yeah, we remember. We remember things, Rich. Stop telling us about it. Tell us something we don't know. Am I too old to have a cake now? You two old? No, you should. 41. Should I give it a go? Do you have to run, though? Um, Can you you do do a brisk walk? I think if you get up on top of a hill and then then wee down. Oh, okay. I don't know know how it works. Uh, Get a stunt kite. What's the difference between that and a kite? It can do stunts. Oh, it's not like a pretendy kite. (laughs) I don't know why I thought it was like. It's like something that isn't a kite, that yeah. when the kites get into dangerous situations, like it does the... Yeah. Yeah. It goes in and does the flying for the more famous kite that's got <laughs> too much insurance. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll get a kite then, maybe that's what I've learned yeah, tonight. I'll get you a kite. I'm going to buy you a kite. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do I have to go out with you with it? Or I'm going to be on the kite. <laughs> Is that, are you going to make me a kite with your fabric paints? <laughs> I'm gonna, then I'm going to stand very still and go, oh, that's a good picture of Richard. That's like a three-dimensional sculpture. You're, you're going to be the kite? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to be that's going on the kite. It's going to be like Jesus on a kite. How windy do you I think imagine. it fucking is? <laughs> Pretty windy up where we live up north, right? Yeah, but it's, it's not seen, that windy that I've it could seen, lift a man into the air. I've seen Game of Thrones. It's like that, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly like Chuck that. Chuck me Just off with that big more wall. Tits. Yeah. 
Well, we've had a lovely time. We might, we might be coming to the end. This, I think it's uh, 5 0. I think we can all agree on that. Um, I think this might have been a draw, this one. Yeah, we've been quite nice to each other. Yeah, we we have. haven't really tried to be unpleasant. Yeah, you've not been as sort of predatory as you often are, <laughs> either. Sort of disappointed, if I'm honest. I shaved my legs and everything. <laughs> Just the front, obviously. <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer the other side. So, uh, it's chosen, chosen poorly. <laughs> do any of our um, do any of our VIP guests want to ask Sarah a question? You don't have to. No. no. <laughs> Rude. Are you scared? Yeah. Oh, don't be Tom, scared. Does Tom Sawyer want to ask a question? Why do I not exist? Why am I a fictional character? Uh, well, uh, it's been lovely to see you. I hope, is there what's coming? You're not, you're not touring now. You've got a bit of a break. No, I've got a again. break, yes. And I write the next show, live yeah. a bit, write the next show, then take that on tour. So it's mostly, I'm doing DVD promotional stuff at the moment and then a bit of time off over Christmas. Time off? Yeah. You work very, you work ridiculously hard. Uh, well, I hope so. I want to. But yeah. also I need, I need a bit of, yeah, I just go a bit mad if I don't, I'm too much of a work, you're a workaholic. You I am shouldn't. a bit, but I think you even, you, even I look at you and think this is, your tours are enormously massive and gone yeah. for it. Yeah, it was a year. Yeah. It was, So yeah. how many dates did you do? 185. Yeah, that's big, that's a big tour. But that's because I think people then, people who are covering that amount of, audience members might go to arenas yeah. and then they just have to do like 30 dates or something or yeah. probably less and I don't want to do arenas because I don't think they're suitable for me I don't even take the mic out the stand so this, uh, it's, I think it's alright for people who are very physical but it doesn't suit me no. so I end up doing a year on tour but it's, I love my job so it's like do you want to do a year doing the thing you love? Yes <laughs> but then it's nice because uh, like a week afterwards I get a migraine for a whole week afterwards because just your yeah. body just doesn't understand why you're not doing anything and why you're at home and you're not in a car somewhere. Um, but then it's nice to live a bit because you've got to have live a bit so you've got something you to do. talk about on the next yeah, well, one. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. also just enjoy. Do you get back home? Oh, that sounds l- bad. Like the only reason I want time off is so that I can write more material. <laughs> yes. But do you get back home when you when you do it? Do you try because you're in the, I don't, the middle yeah, I don't, of the country? You go place to place to place, yeah. don't you? I try and get home if it's less than two and a half hour drive. I'm not going to stay overnight yeah. because I don't sleep till three in the morning, maybe two at the earliest. So if I can be in my own bed for that time, then I'd rather do that. So yeah, yeah it's not it's on the road, but it's not like you're on the road. I don't go place to place to place. Yeah. Mine's less so. I mean, I'm is trying, it? Yeah, you're I, trying I, to get home, to get home well. so you can look at your baby. More, yeah. yeah, more than the once. Yeah, it's yeah. probably for the she's best. She's got a face, and it's good to. And look you can at it. snore at your wife. Yeah. she's fucking thrilled that you're coming home more often. <laughs> she's going. Can't you stay uh, a bit longer, like you did in the old days? <laughs> I, when I married you, you stayed away for ten nights in a row. It was great. Well, we'll look forward to the next tour, which by the time this comes out, it'll probably be starting just about to start. Uh, and buy your new DVD, Outsider. Yeah, I mean, only if you want to. Don't like okay. feel like you have to. No, I don't think they. I don't think they feel obliged to do anything. This audience. That's, all right. That's good. That's good. Buy my new DVD, Happy Now, and you have to. You have to. You have to. You have to do it. If you only buy you one to. DVD, you have to. Then get Romashrang and Ethan. He's really. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> really good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sarah Milligan. Yeah. We'll be back next week.
How'd you like them sky potatoes? (laughs) Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. Gofasterstripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out.